Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is having leftovers. For a normal eater, if you go out to eat, it is oftentimes a dinner and a lunch or more that you simply can't eat because you're full and you're satisfied and then you forget about it and it's not a big deal. Or when you clear out the fridge, you're throwing away leftovers because you (laughs) forgot about them. But when you are in a struggle with food, it is rare to have leftovers. Sometimes there's like a real intentional, like I remember for the longest time, it was like I go to a restaurant and I tell them to box up half of it before they even bring it out to me because if I don't do that, then I'm just gonna eat the whole thing and then I'm gonna binge later and it was just like this whole thing. But when you are a normal eater, especially with how large a lot of times restaurant portions are, you get leftovers, leftovers. Um, One of our incredible clients, she used to eat four lunches a day because she would eat one lunch and she was just like really unsatisfied. And then she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm really active. Maybe I should eat more. And then she would eat another one. And then she would, it was like, she was even more hungry. And then she like, she was spending so much on multiple lunches and she never had leftovers. And now she has leftovers all the time. She's like, oh yeah, I just make a big batch of stuff and I eat leftovers for when I go out to eat. Sometimes it's, you know, it's a, a dinner and a lunch and a lunch the next day because your food just lasts longer and you could enjoy that wonderful meal and just be totally satisfied because what happens with normal eating when you're on the side of freedom is you go out to a restaurant, you order something, you can just have all of it in front of you. And as you're eating, you're getting more and more full and your desire for food is just less and less. And when I was in my eating disorder, this felt so impossible. Like I would look around at people and be like, how are they, how are they not just continuing to eat? Like they're just like leaving their stuff. Their fries are getting cold. How do they do that? Are they just pretending to not think about food? But the reality is, is that when you don't have an eating disorder anymore, that desire to keep eating just goes away as you eat more. Go figure. So what can happen is you're like, oh, This food has lost its appeal. Let's box the rest up and let's have it later. And having leftovers is such a joy, such a symbol of freedom. And freedom is working out to relieve stress. There are so many amazing benefits of working out. And when you have an eating disorder and you're working out as a punishment and a compensation and a have to and trying to undo a binge or trying to control yourself or knowing that you're going to binge later so that you have to work out now, working out becomes something that actually fights against your body. You're more likely to be injured. You get fewer benefit. Your body actually burns fewer calories because it's protective because you're, you know, can see that you're trying to starve yourself. Like it becomes such a distorted relationship. And the truth is, is that moving our bodies and working out is 
so beneficial. It's wonderful. It's stress relief. It's, you know, completing the stress cycle. Um, it's being able to have the benefit of the endorphins and the joy. And we lose so much of that when working out as a punishment. So freedom is working out for all the benefits, including having it be a stress relief, having it being something that nourishes our life instead of a punishment for living the life that we feel so terrified we're not going to be able to improve. And on the side of freedom, it just gets to be something that you do for the benefit, the true benefit of it, and not in compensation for something that we regret. And freedom is knowing what will serve you, being able to exercise that intuition and that knowing that comes from being in that solid and that healthy and that sound place on the side of freedom. So when we're in a struggle with food and body, a lot of what we do is a reaction to what we have made mistakes with or fallen short of or feel not good enough in. So for instance, binge eating. And then we don't ask ourselves what would feel good and nourishing today to eat or the way that we move our bodies. We ask ourselves, what do I have to do to undo this? So when we're looking to exercise, we're looking to burn as many calories as possible because we're trying to undo the binge. When we are thinking of how to eat that day, we're trying to think of how to eat as little as possible or in just the right intervals or just the right timing or all the things that will help us to heal from the ways that we have hurt ourselves and to undo the damage. And when you're constantly hurting yourself and then desperately doing what you need to do, try to heal or make up for that and then doing it again and being in that cycle and it getting worse and worse, not only does it destroy your soul, but you can never really get in touch with what would feel good, what would nourish me, because it's all a reaction to what you did that you have to make up for. And on the side of freedom, being able to know what serves you, it's, oh, I plan to move my body today what feels good? Does yoga feel better? Does going for a walk feel better? Oh, I wonder if we should go for a hike or a swim. And you get to really have that intuition that you're checking in with it. What would feel good? When it's time to go out for lunch, you're like, ooh, what sounds good? What would feel nice? What, what sounds delicious here? What is this place known for? We're able to really see what serves us because we're no longer in a space of responding and reacting desperately to just make up, to keep our head above water. And freedom is destroying your scale, if you want to. It happens a lot. You start to find out like, wow, this stupid machine has told me my self-worth every morning, has told me if I was a good person yesterday or a bad person yesterday, has told me if I should love myself or not, has decided my emotional state for the rest of the day. And then you come to realize like, oh, this machine that changes throughout the day, the number that it gives back to me, that I've given so much meaning to, that is simply telling me how much gravity is pulling down on me today, actually doesn't do anything good in my life. Nothing. It's ridiculous, it's useless, and so why not destroy it? <laughs> I actually, forgot about my scale. Um, when I ended my eating disorder, I, you know, I wasn't weighing myself and I forgot about it. And then when I found my scale again, I'm like, oh, I actually went and threw it away 
in the garbage can outside of uh, the gym that I used to go to when I was like working off my binges. So, but that is not the most extreme or fun way to destroy your scale. Oh, we've seen it in lots of different ways. We've seen sledgehammers, that's awesome. We had this client with this amazing glass scale and she, <laughs> it's a lot of cleanup, but it was very impressive. Um, she actually recorded it and sent it out to, I mean, we have so many good friends in this community and an amazing community. So she sent it out to all of us, which was super fun. But she had this glass scale and she dropped it from her balcony down into her driveway and it just like shattered like crazy, just like glass everywhere. Anyway, we've seen lots of fun stuff going on. So freedom is realizing you don't need your scale anymore. Why would you? Um, and then destroying it because why wouldn't you? So fun. Freedom is throwing out trash books. Let me tell about trash books. Okay, so a really common occurrence in our community is we have these women that, I mean, have struggled for over 40 years and they come to us and they have just amassed this collection of diet books and exercise books and books about weight loss and books about hormones and books about eating disorders and done all of these online courses and had these pamphlets and filled out these workbooks and kept all these journals and tracked all their triggers. And they just have this stack of stuff in this ongoing forever search of how to fix it. And then they come to us and they fix their problem. And they don't have a struggle with food anymore. And they don't have an eating disorder anymore. And then they have this energy to do other stuff. And they're like, oh man, I've been wanting to clean out the garage for like seven years. <laughs> I haven't done it. And they go and they start cleaning stuff out and they find these boxes of like, whoa, this is my box of diet books from the 80s. And this is my box of diet book from the 90s. And this is the workshop that I did before I found the answer. And they throw out the trash. They don't need it anymore. There's no sort of, oh man, I better keep this collection or I better save these emails or I better, because when things get worse, I need to go and try to desperately do this again or find something else. It's just like, no, I'm done. I'm good. Problem fixed, I don't need this anymore. In fact, let me tell you something really fun. A member of our community, she had all of her old like OA books and workbooks and all of that. And she found that stack that she had hidden from her partner because like all of the shame and like, you know, didn't want them to know about it. And she found all this. And I mean, she's been just free, free, free for a long time now. And she found them and she's like, you know what? I'm gonna donate these because the person that is looking for this needs what I found. And in every single one of them, she wrote in the front cover, <laughs> she's like, this does not work. If you want to know what works, go to lifewithlydia.com. <laughs> and she just donated all of them because she wanted to reach out and help those that were in the same place of searching like she was to find what actually set her free and the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds that have come before her. And freedom is deleting diet emails. So when we are in the struggle with food and we have just gone for so long without fixing the problem, we start living in a way as if we're never gonna fix the problem. And a lot of times we become collectors. So I'm gonna collect all of these emails. I'm gonna su subscribe to all these different ways to like lose weight or get healthier and my eating disorder or you know, whatever. And we subscribe to those emails and we just start collecting them and collecting them because we think, you know what? Like maybe someday I'll be ready. Or you know, if this thing doesn't work, then I need to save this other thing. Or we just, 
amass this information around us because in a way it's this false comfort of information just amassing it and collecting it maybe that'll do something but the truth is that is that information is not transformation like we have so many doctors and like scientists and uh oh man so many people in like the coaching space or the fitness space or lots of psychologists come to us not because they lack knowledge they have phds in this stuff but because that information and just knowing more was never going to fix their was never going to fix their problem the transformation comes with correct action that gets you the result and so a really fun part of being on the side of freedom is that you can just go back and like delete all those emails like you're like oh unsubscribe delete 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 cuz you don't need them anymore it's not a problem anymore and you're not trying to collect or amass information about that anymore. You still might love to collect information and be learning about other things, but you can actually focus on other stuff because you're not having to always collect information on this thing. So, and freedom is being calm around diet chats. So when we're in our own struggle with food and other people start talking about dieting, which they will, it's the, the world that we live in right now, all right? You're gonna be around people that are talking about dieting. Maybe they're not calling it dieting. Maybe they're talking about a lifestyle change or a certain way of eating. But if the outcome is we're trying to lose weight, it's a diet. So they're talking about diet stuff. And when we're in this struggle, it oftentimes is a polarizing effect. So either we start latching on to like, oh yeah, you've lost 20 pounds so far. Tell me about how do you do it? What is it called? Like, oh, what book did you get? Like, and so we go into gathering this, I have to know because I have to do it, or I have to keep up with what they're doing, or you know, other people around me are losing weight and I have to do it as well. So that's one end of the spectrum. And then the other end of it is, is we're we're off the wagon, you know, we're binging, we feel so bad about not dieting, we know we have to go back to it someday. And so there's just all of this dissonance and all of this guilt of like, that's what I should be doing. And look, everyone is progressing and I'm not. And so it's, it's really charged that way. So on the side of freedom, you can just give people a high five and be like, you do you. Because you know what works for you. The doubt is removed. The whole I have to look at what everyone else is doing to try to figure out myself is gone because you did figure out what you were doing and you got your result and you don't have a struggle with food anymore. So when other people are talking about dieting, it's like, you know that doesn't work for you. You know it probably won't work for them, but no judgment. They're on their own path. Like, all right, cool. And then when they're ready, then they come to you and they're like, hey, that didn't work. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> So it's that calmness of being able to be around people and to not have that emotional charge in those conversations, which is just such a lovely part of freedom. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. That's LydiaLifestyle.com slash session where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!